This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. All right, George, um, this is a conversation for you, and you can help out me, the old man. I will help you. Even though we're basically the same age. Um, Not true. TikTok faces an investigation into its impact on young people's mental health. Coalition of state attorneys from California, Florida. Look at California and Florida get on the same team. Look at this. Maybe something good is happening. The world's coming together. Kentucky, California and Florida and Kentucky, same page. I'm calling this a win already. And more is investigating TikTok for its potential effect on young people's mental and physical health. Group of AGs is looking to see the way TikTok designs, operates, and markets its platform has a negative effect on children, teens, and young adults' health, um, according to a press release by the AG of Massachusetts. So um, a couple of things that I find troubling about TikTok, and again, if me ranting about social media is no big news, but this is is more personal for me. Um, I have a middle schooler, and... He came home and was talking about, what is this TikTok thing? Because, of course, he lives in the 14th century because he lives in our house. And all of his classmates were on TikTok. And Does he just have an abacus he plays with at home? That's what I'm picturing <laughs> yes. at the Deloney house. He has a stick and a small stone, and that's pretty much his toys. And he, uh, he, I said, what are some things your friends tell you about? And so he gave us the name of somebody on TikTok, a TikTok star. And so my wife and I pull it up. And it was, again... I, my entire show is uh, is about relationships and sexuality and intimacy. I am far from an old-fashioned prude, right? What I saw on that was a very young kid, super provocative, super, um, it was just highly, it was, it was, it reminded me of my time working with sexually abused kids. It was highly sexually charged up and it was really young kids doing these dances and whatever. And it wasn't just fun, hilarious TikTok dances, which I've seen. I've been a part of those. This is something totally different. And my initial thought was, I don't want my kids exposed to this. And I don't want my kids longing to become the topic of conversation. And I started to ask myself, what is the trajectory here for this product, for TikTok? And I realized that it's different. So... You know, remember Saturday morning cartoons? Um, we had those back in the, uh, the I dinosaur those. era. That's yeah. the only thing we have in common, oh, age wise. Age wise, we both had cartoons. Um, they, you know, they had these shiny cereals and cool toys and things like that. That they had, you know, whiz bang and and lots of shiny moments, so that kids would want to buy those. But the whole object of those commercials was to get your kids to tell your parents, "That's what I want." They still had to loop back to the parents. And this feels new because what this is doing is going to af- directly after the kids. It's bypassing any sort of um, wise or mature filter, it's going directly into the hearts and minds of kids. And that feels different. And I'm happy to see states coming together, states that on the surface don't like each other are coming together to say, hey, um, they, they write here, t- how TikTok keeps people watching and engaging is somewhat mysterious. They have had to pay millions of dollars in fines, um, TikTok has already, for how they're going after children under the age of 13. Um, man, I, as somebody who doesn't consume TikTok regularly, um, help me out with the redeeming value of this I platform. can help you, John. So, to, to TikTok's defense... I am a big consumer. Those words of have never been uttered to in the history of the English language, by the way. Here's the thing: uh, you know, a lot of people assume TikTok is a bunch of salacious dance challenges, mm-hmm. but what's extra dangerous is how good the algorithm is at learning what you like. Okay. 
And so it doesn't ask you. There's no survey that says, hey, George, are you interested in personal finance and food hacks? It didn't ask me that. It just learned over time the kind of content I was engaging in. Mm-hmm. So I don't see dance challenges. What I see is a lot of content creators, you know, trying to build their followings, trying to sell an online course, whatever, you know, a lot of the, the Bitcoin bros that are out there trying to teach you on whatever the next coin you should invest in. So I do see a lot of value in short-form content creation. It's where things are going. It's where we've been heading. We, we have a shorter attention span than ever. And even the cartoons these days, if you watch them, there's a new scene change every three or four seconds. Right. Because it's just bright garbage and you need to keep your attention by switching scenes, cutting cameras. We are losing our attention span. So that, to me, is one of the most dangerous parts. It's not the salacious dance challenges. It's the fact that I can't focus anymore. I can't even sit through a two-hour movie yeah. because I got to, oh, where's my phone? I got to check drive the text. to the grocery store without trying to text and drive and get emails and, and make so phone calls. And so to me, the, the danger is in what short-form content could be doing to our attention spans, to our focus. And, and that's, that's a, that's we can't a, pay attention in conversations anymore. That's a neurological consequence, right? It's changing how our brain is wired together. Um, so you said you were going to defend TikTok, and I feel like you my just joined is, my team. I love the content that I see on TikTok. I find it more valuable than some things I see uh, on YouTube. Okay. I just watched one yesterday, and it was a, a girl explaining what's going on with Ukraine and NATO, and she did it in a really funny, kind of almost like she was gossiping to a friend about it. Mm-hmm. And she explained it in 60 seconds so concisely and perfectly and made and entertained me along the way. So I think there is value in the style of content. There's value in a platform like TikTok, which you know, like it or not, has done this really well of serving you up content that it thinks you will like and then keeping you engaged. So on that side, I mean, that's just smart marketing. That's how the content machine works. It's why we love watching YouTube video after YouTube video, and now now it's TikTok. And so it sounds like the meta lesson then is, no pun intended, is parents have to continue to remain parents. Because asking a 10-year-old or a 14-year-old to look at cooking videos over salacious videos or extra violent content or whatever um is it's you're asking too much of a small kid right yes i'm a grown man it's very different for me versus a 13 year old especially if you have kids out there i can't imagine what it's like being a parent and trying to you know make sure that you're aware of what your kid is engaging in what apps that they're downloading and part of the all the drama with tiktok is that there's no there's no need for parents' permission. Kids can just download this app, right. make their account, and have free reign over all the content on there. Yeah. And, man, I, I trust you. You're smart and you're wise, and you do your due diligence. If somebody said, hey, I've been getting a lot of updates on what's going on overseas via TikTok, I would just shake my head in sadness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So also be careful about where you're, what you're getting to. Well, this is their news platform now. Yeah. They're not checking CNN and Fox News anymore. Teens are just going oh, on that's, TikTok. That's great either. But And they're just learning from people their age about what's going on. And so take everything with a grain of salt. Yep. TikTok is not gospel. It is not the dictionary. So do your due diligence. But it's a fun, entertaining platform. I use it to learn things and to be entertained. But if you've got a kid out there, you've got to be really careful about how this is affecting your teen with comparison culture. And I Both need to content-wise and neurologically, right? Yeah. Because it used to be, I want to be a YouTuber, John. That's the new goal of every high schooler. Now it's, I want to be a TikTok influencer, and I want to make content. What's my content going to be? How am I going to hook people in? And they get obsessed with this, with all the likes, all the engagement, all the comments, and all the critics, and every negative comment that comes through. That affects you mentally. That oh, sticks heck, with especially you. Especially kids. 
right? Dave we, and I just read mean tweets yesterday. It doesn't affect us like it would a teenager. Right. You know, we have thicker skin than I did at 14 years old. Well, you remember a few things people said to you when you were 14, right? There's That's- a comment that still sticks with me. When I was 14, I uploaded a YouTube video, and they said it was a, it was a me covering Umbrella by Rihanna on acoustic guitar. And they said, you killed it, dot, 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 and not in a good way. <laughs> and it stuck with me because it was funny. It was creative. But and it hurt. <laughs> but there's something about these strangers that are critics on the internet and we take it personally and go, this is a reflection of my character and who I am. Hmm. And so you've got to be really careful, not just about what you're posting, what you're engaging in, but what other people are saying that you don't even know. So, man, I just loop back to two big things. Number one, if you're wondering, can I have a job? Can I have a life if I don't engage in this? I don't, and I seem to be doing okay. And the second thing is, please be highly diligent with your kids. Just handing your kid a, a device or a box, a digital babysitter and saying, go get them and make good choices is just a recipe for disaster. The, the data on children's mental health and their engagement with social media continues to just be jaw-dropping. I think right? it's going to be one of the biggest issues for that generation yeah. that we've got to grapple with. <laughs> and parents are the start of it. They've got to have these conversations. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.